Okay, welcome back, gentlemen. Good morning. Comes to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, somewhat frosty morning over here. Frosty Thursday morning. As we continue with Evan Shlema, a little bit of Evan Shlema to warm up the chilly, frosty morning. Parakir Aleph, we had the read through of Simon Vav yesterday. Rather lengthy Simon. And long piece from the guy over here, we talks about the jab of Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, and the jab of Gullus. A three-pronged team over here, three-tier team. Interesting team, <coughs> strange teammates over here. And the team consists of two Mashiachs and one Gullus around the same team. And what's that, what's that team mission? What are they here to accomplish? The separation of the Psoilus from Klayasol, separating out the foreign, undesirable elements from Klayasol and, and um, refining Klayasol into, into the essence of what Klayasol really is. This is what we saw essentially yesterday, and the guy gave us a very interesting um, allegory over here. He said that when it comes to the realm of wheat, you got the kernel, you have three different parts of Psilus, things that have to be removed, separated out, and are rejected from the kernel. That's the chaff, the straw, and the bran. And the different processes required to separate that out. Klyser also has three different types of psilus, three different types of elements that are the undesirable elements of Klyser, elements that are liability Klyser, elements that get in the way of Klyser being refined, being operating it at our optimal capacity and what we're accomplishing what we're supposed to accomplish and they require three processes as well of removal and going took this muscle we saw yesterday this an, 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 an analogy <clears throat> all the way all the way to the end when it comes to grain the first two processes are a little easier getting rid of the chaff getting rid of the straw requires a little bit of threshing and then tossing it up into the wind tossing it up into the air Getting rid of the brand is the hardest. The brand is is connected, firmly connected and attached to the kernel itself. That requires grinding and that requires sifting. And only after a crushing and grinding and sifting process can we remove the third element, the brand. The guy said, so too is the three-tier team over here of Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, and Gullus are there to remove and to separate out the psilus from Klyasol, the, 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 the presences and elements within Klyasol that get in the way of what Klyasol is supposed to be and can bring us down. Mashiach ben Yosef is to get rid of one influence, Mashiach ben David another influence, and Golis is the third member of this team to separate out a third foreign element, a subversive element, the third subversive element over here that is bring Klyasol down from within <clears throat> the fifth column, as it were. What are these three elements? Mashiach ben Yosef's job is to tackles to winnow and weed out the presence of Yishmael within Klai Yisrael. Mashiach Medavid is there to get rid of the presence of Esau within Klai Yisrael. And Gullus is to weed out the Erev Rav. Okay, so let's return to that. We got the ball rolling yesterday. <clears throat> we started addressing this. is a few loose ends that still have to be tied together. We said that indeed the Mashiach Ben Yosef and Mashiach Medavid have a double battle, have a dual battle that has to be waged over here, has to be fought. Certainly, Mashiach ben Yes and Mashiach ben David are there to do battle against our enemies. 
but the enemies lie not just without, the enemies also lie within. The enemies outside of Klai Yisrael and the enemies within Klai Yisrael, and it's the same presence that they're battling without is the presence that they have to do battle with within. And if we're identifying that Yishmael, the Yishmaeli world is the one within Klai Yisrael that Mashiach ben Yosef is there to separate out, that means on the outer level as well, Mashiach ben Yosef is going to be dealing with Yishmael. That's what we have more or less over here stated in the Gain, which is eye-opening. That means in the end of days, it's going to be a battle not just with Asa, with the Western world, it's a battle with Yishmael, with the Arab world, that's what the Gain is telling us. But for our purposes, again, we're, we're, we're certainly davening for all the soldiers on the front lines, but we have to be busy with our own front lines also, the front lines of within, our own front lines of the heart, the front lines of the soul. And the same way there's a Yishmael presence outside, there's a Yishmael presence inside, there's an ace of presence outside, there's an ace of presence inside as well. Yes. And our, our focus is certainly on the battles that are lying, that lie within right now. <clears throat> and um, as we explained yesterday, what does it mean, the Yishmael that's inside Klai Yisrael? That means Klai Yisrael, the members of Klai Yisrael, are members who have fallen victim to the Yishmaeli influence that have replaced Jewish values with Yishmaeli values that champion the rights of the Yishmaelim over the rights of, of the Yidin that are, resonate more with the Yishmaeli empire than with, 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 with what should be the beautiful the empire of Torah. That's what it means, Yidin, that are, are within the influence, the klipa, the klipa of Yishmael. That's the job of Mashiach ben Yosef, is to weed that out. That has to be done before the final geula. We have to separate that out. That's a liability because again, Klai Yisrael is here to do one thing and one thing only, to be a, a, a pipeline and to be a sounding board, to be a vehicle, to only project and radiate godliness, Hashem's values, the Torah's values, any other values that come in that replace those values is, is uh, getting in the way of what Klai Yisrael is supposed to be here to do. And that gets in the way of, of the geula. And the geula is... The world's come full circle, Klaisel's come full circle, Klaisel has been refined to be a, a vehicle and only a vehicle for Gilui, Yehudai, for revealing the oneness of God, for Kavayt Machu Shemaim, Bloich al kol arts kulay b'chvaydecha, v'inasay al kol arts b'chvaydecha, yoymer kol asher neshama ba'apay Hashem alekei Yisrael melech. We have to be the, the, the proud Klaisel that, that the nations proclaim that Hashem is our God. And we need a Klaisel that has been refined into people that are doing that and that only. So that's what it means to get rid of those who have fallen under the the the, uh, the, the klipa, the, the influence, the foreign influence of Yishmol. That's the job of Sheikh ben Yosef to weed that out. That can't be there. So long as it's there, that gets in the way of the Geula. So long as we have members of Klaisel that are under that influence. And the same thing with Esav. So long as we have members of Klaisel that have fallen victim to the influence of Esav, his values, what he stands for, the hedonism, the uh, pursuit of all matters that Esav holds high. And everything that Esav lives for, all of the values of the Western world, so long as we have, again, elements of Kleisel that, that steadfastly champion that and raise that banner, that also gets in the way of the Geula. You have Yidin that are not just failing to raise the banner of Kabbalah they're raising other banners. That prevents Geula from happening.
that also has to be weeded out. That's the job of Mashiach Medavid. As we pointed out yesterday, it doesn't have to be as bleak as it sounds and as grim as it sounds, um, weeding this element out. We, the, the first option is always the best one, which is tshuva. The job of, of, you know, of, of Mashiach and the end of days is to try to bring everybody back with tshuva. Elionavi comes and heralds the imminent arrival of Mashiach to try to inspire everyone to do tshuva. That's certainly the best thing is give up those values. Give up the values of the Ishmaeli world. Give up the values of the, of the, of the uh, Western world and replace them with the banner of the Rebbe Shalom and hold it high. That's the best thing. If that happens, that's great. That's terrific. Um, it does not have to result in you know someone completely being banished um, in a permanent sense from the fold, as happened in Mitzrayim. But but again, that's if if, if uh, that's Chazal give us very um, bleak indeed predictions about the, what the numbers are going to look like when the ultimate Gula comes versus the the statistics of who left Mitzrayim and. That is really just a, a projection of what the guy is saying over here, that Mashiach Geula requires a refined, pure Kalah that does nothing but project Kavit Shemaim, and, 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 and we can't have foreign values, we can't have foreign elements, we can't have subversive elements. That's Mashiach Ben and Mashiach Ben David. The final element that's subversive, the worst of them all, is the Erev Rav. The Erev Rav. <clears throat> The Erev Rav, that's indeed the, the, the true fifth column. That's, and we're going to see that today. The Erev Rav are those who, says the, the guy, that's the Pseilus of Yaakov, the Pseilus of Yishmael, the first element that has to be dealt with is what came from Avram Avinu. He produces Yishmael, Yitzchak produces Esav. The Erev Rav is the Pseilus of Yaakov. The mixed multitude that we have to purge from Kleisro is what came from Yaakov Avinu. And who's that? They're, those are the ones that are the, 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 stuck to us the most. They are also subversive. They're also a foreign element, but they're stuck to Kleisro the most, just like the brand that's stuck to the kernel. The only way to get rid of it is through a crushing, grinding process, and that's what we need Gullahs for. To crush and grind up Kleisro to remove the Erev Rav. So the questions that we have to address this morning, which we didn't uh, quite get into yet yesterday, is... Is why is the Erev Rav the the uh, you know cling? Why do they cling to us the most? Why are they the most stuck to us? Why do we need Gullus to get rid of them? How does Gullus itself get rid of them? And why is it that Yaakov produces this psoilus? Yaakov had the you know the the, the twelve shiftei ka. Each of Yaakov's sons became a shevet. No, nobody was rejected from Klai Yisrael. Nobody went out like Avram produced a son that was rejected from Klai Yisrael. Yishmael Yitzchak produces a son that's rejected from Klai Yisrael. At Esav, all of Yaakov's children re- not only remain within Kleisol, but they form the backbone of Kleisol. Where do we see Pseudos, the Yaakov Pseudos, that, that has its parallel in the Erev Rav? And how does Golis get rid of the Erev Rav? And why is it the Erev Rav is so stuck to us? Really, all these questions converge on one answer. The answer is one of the same to all three questions. They really point out the answer, which is... Which is... Um... <clears throat> What's the Pseilus of Yaakov, the Pseilus of the Twelve Shvatim? Pseilus of the Twelve Shvatim is not a foreign influence in terms of Yishmol coming from without, a foreign influence in terms of the Western culture coming from without, but the subversive elements of what happens when Klai Yisrael themselves do the wrong thing, when, when we get misled, when we, when we stray, when we 
within the ostensible schematics and operating system of 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 what it means to be a Jew. That itself, within 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 the Dalit Amis, within the the uh, the the realm of Klai Yisrael itself, we're not up to par. We're not up to par within Klai Yisrael itself. That's the difference between the Pesayilus of Yaakov versus the Pesayilus of Avram and Yitzchak, between Esav and Yishmael, which are foreign influences, which are elements coming from without, and the Pesayilus that Yaakov produces that comes from within. The Pesayilus of Yaakov, again, is is the, the undesirable elements and effects of what happens when Yidin themselves are just not up to par as, as Yidin. And, and, and what does the guy mention as examples of this? Not being up to par with what we're supposed to be doing. Not learning Torah properly. Not not fully accepting our our duties and our responsibilities, the yoke of heaven. As opposed to what? Accepting a foreign yoke. That's Esav. As opposed to foreign values. That's Yishmol. Here's just being lackadaisical about Jewish values. Not properly being up to standard for Jewish values, and I'm not in the mood of applying myself fully and learning. I'm not in the mood of you know, submitting myself fully to what Hashem wants, not because I'm replacing it with something else, but because my due diligence and job as a Jew is something that like, I, I'm not so motivated by right now. So that's the Psalms of Yaakov, and that has to do with, yes, indeed, producing the 12 Shvatim, each and every one of them, Taking their place within Klai Yisrael, but what happens when Klai Yisrael is just not up to being Klai Yisrael? We're, we're, we're just, you know, we have to, we have the potential, and each of his 12 sons created that shevet, but what happens when it's, it's only in the realm of potential, but in terms of the, the actual, we're just not so motivated. <clears throat> we're not so motivated, we find other things to do. We, 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 um, we're just, we're, we're not so pumped, we're not so passionate. So it says, Excuse me, the guy. This is the psalus of Yaakov, and and it's, as opposed to Esav and Yishmol, where it, like the the values were replaced by something else. Like it starts off with Esav making inroads, Yishmol making inroads, and that's what pushes us away from the, the, the values and the championing what it means to be good. Here's the other way around. We are just not so thrilled. We're not so enthusiastic about what it means to be good. And that creates a vacuum and a void, and that vacuum has to be filled with something. What comes rushing in to create, to fill that vacuum, that void, is, is something foreign. Yes? What do you mean by inroads? Damage. Ah. Yeah. Yes? Okay, so this is the, the influence of the the Erev, the Pseudos of Yaakov, and that's why, as the Gain says, that's why it's the hardest to get rid of the Erev, because it's much easier to to cast, a, to, to send away, to, to weed out from Klaus or those, the elements that are clearly foreign, that are clearly, you know, this is, this is someone who is a, you know, he's more Arab than Jewish, there's more, he's more, he's more, Christian is Jewish, this fellow, he's more Western than he is Jewish. That's the Pseudos of Esau and Yishmol. That, that's much easier to pull that off. Whereas, uh, 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 as we're saying, the Pseudos of the Erev Rav, 
that influences Klai Yisrael. That is indeed the fifth kam, that is indeed a much more of a subversive element from within because that is Klai Yisrael, hidden themselves, who are just falling short of what it means to be Klai Yisrael. And, but again, it re- yields the same, the same result that uh, we have elements within Klai Yisrael that are, with, that, that are, that are, that are preventing from Geula from coming, that, that are in the way, that are a liability to the Geula Shlema, because Klai Yisrael as a whole, as a mass, as one big unit, cannot fully be there to resonate with, radiate and project Kavit Shamayim. So they're still in the way, and there's the Gula Shleim still cannot come while we still have Erev Rav, but Erev Rav is going to be the hardest to get rid of. The hardest to get rid of because they're so clog, they cling and stuck to us steadfastly because they're the Psalis of Yaakov, they're the Psalis who's within Klai Yisrael itself, as opposed to being under the influence of a foreign element, Mamish. Says the Gain, what's the third prong that is required to get rid of the Erev Rav, to, to purify and purge and pur- purge us from the Erev Rav, that's Galdus. Sheikh ben Yosef is there to help purge Klai Yisrael from Yishmael. Mashiach ben Dov is there to purge us from the influences of Esav. The only thing that can purge the Erev Rav is the prizes of Galdus, and here's where the guy likens it to the brand which is stuck so clingingly to the kernel, the wheat kernel. The only thing that can get it off is the crushing and grinding and sifting process. We need the crushing grinding process of Galdus to get rid of the Erevav. Now, what's the pshat in that? How does that work? The answer is like this. Gullus is very difficult, it's long and bitter, it should be over very, very, very soon. Right? We don't need any, anyone to give us reminders or examples as to what it means, you know, when we say that Gullus is long and bitter and dark and horrific, right? Well, unfortunately, we are living with that right now. But part and parcel of Gullus being so difficult, that's the crushing, grinding action of Gullus, what that's doing is, okay, we're separating that from Kleisrael now. Who's really in? Who's in and who's not in? Who's with us and who's against us? Meaning, when the going gets tough, the tough stick around. The tough stick around. This is the right way to say it. When the going gets tough, who are we left with? We're attacker left with the tough. When the going gets tough, you know what happens? The softies, they walk off the scene. They're not interested anymore. That's the Erev the Erev being that they're lackadaisical with their commitment to Yiddishkeit, they're subpar with their connection, their commitment to Tefillah, to Torah, to Mitzvah, to Meis, and Tevim. That's where the Erev are coming from. And yes, foreign things will come to, to fill that void and fill that vacuum, but it's not so much that they were seduced and swayed by Yishmael and Esau, but rather they're just shvach and, 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 and non-committal in their Yiddishkeits. They're falling short of the Yiddishkeit. And thereby foreign influences rush in to fill that void in a vacuum, but it starts with just a lack of interest in Yiddishkeit. So when there's a lack of interest, what's going to be the litmus test of are you with us or are you, with, are you against us when, when it gets difficult to be a Yid? When Gaul starts to make things long and dark and bitter, if you're non-committal, if you're not in, that's going to send you flying. You know, Mali what do I need this for? Anyway, I wasn't so interested. Anyway, I wasn't so committed. And now you're telling me I'm going to be persecuted for my Yiddishkeit. I'm going to suffer for my Yiddishkeit. I'm going to have to deal with, 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 with a shvera gullus for my Yiddishkeit. Okay, it's taka not worth it. Whereas the tough, the committed, the ones that are the, the, um, the, um, the ones that are the, the warriors, the valiant, the valiant soldiers and the loyal members of the Rebbein elite, Elite troops over here, 
no matter how tough it gets, they stick around. They don't go anywhere. They don't walk off the scene. They don't walk off the scene. Um, this is the winnowing and weeding and sifting process of Galdas. It's indeed crushing, it's indeed grinding. And what we're left with is those who really champion Yiddishkeit, who really raise the banner of the Rebbein Shemhain, and nothing can, 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 can break that. Nothing can get in the way of that. And this, these are indeed the, 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 the loyal and, and true Yidin which form that core of, of the... Um, what? Amuna, very good, excellent, that's right, based on their Amuna and the, the core of the, the, um, that entity of Klai Yisrael, which will be there uh, to, to um, be the ones to be Megala, to the, for the Gali Kvod Machuscha Oleinu, as we say, and we have it on Roshanim Kippur, Gali Kvod Machuscha Oleinu, for Rebbe to reveal himself to the world at the end of time, at the end of days, it needs to be via Klai it needs to be via refined Klai with nothing in the way, but none of these liabilities. So this is how the Gullus process works to refine us and separate us out from the Erevrav. Again, it's a very, very, uh, very, very significant idea over here. The Lamdasha idea is that, again, being that the Erevrav or the, the elements of Klai is just like not so bought in, it's the Shver Gullus that, that ultimately is able to do that Winnowing process, okay, so who is with us and who has just decided to uh, walk off the scene and that's going to be dependent on your commitment. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, when, 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 um, when the moment of the truth arrives, sometimes that is a, 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 someone who is under the influence of Erev Rav can actually jump the fence and become a loyal soldier when he realizes when his Yiddishkeit is being tested, when he's, you know, he's being persecuted for his faith and belief, sometimes that can go the other way also. That can strengthen his amunah. So you're persecuting me for being a yid. Right, let me find out what it means to be a yid. Let me, let me be proud to be a yid. But unfortunately, and, and then, then, fakir, then he was, he, he himself purified the Arab elements out of himself. He purged it from himself, which is, that's always the idea. That's always what we want to happen. But if it doesn't go that way, it's going to go the other way. And if he's not a tough, he's a softy. So when the going gets tough, again, the soft get going. They walk off the scene. Okay, so that wraps up Vav. Yes, we'll take the question now. And uh, it's quite a lot over here to digest. And um, Mr. Shem, tomorrow we'll continue to Zion.